Well, Rogers Watch 2023 continues. At this point, it's down to negotiations between the Packers and Jets. Who's in the better position right now? Discussion of leverage has cropped up as the Packers and Jets continue to discuss a way to get Aaron Rodgers to New York. Both parties would like to get a deal done. Could Aaron Rodgers screw any of this up? Well, for all these questions, we look for answers. And that's why we welcome in Andrew Brandt, who was in the room the day the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers, former salary cap guru. He once ran a contract to Brett Favre on a golf course. He's seen it all during his time in Green Bay. Andrew, welcome to the program. Hey, good to be with you. And, and yes, before we get to the trade, it's just incredibly eerie, the symmetry, the deja vu. Like 15 years ago, I remember that we ascended a first-round quarterback named Aaron Rodgers who'd been sitting in the bullpen for three long years. And we said goodbye to a Hall of Famer that was the face of the franchise for 18 years. Now they're ascending a first-round quarterback who sat in the bullpen for three years and replacing a Hall of Famer that was face of the franchise for 18 years. It's, it's really amazing, and they both may be traded to the New York Jets. So, Andrew, can you take us behind the scenes? What is happening right now And If you look at the Jets, you look at the Packers, do you see one team having a decisive bit of leverage or advantage as trade discussions continue, kind of a slow roll of the discussions? Yeah, well, the first part of the question, I think nothing's happening. I don't think anyone's calling anyone. I think this thing is dormant uh, until, until there's any movement, and no one wants to be the one to call. In terms of leverage, as I've written and talked about and all over social media, I do think, the and maybe people think it's my Packers bias, but I think they have tremendous leverage here because, as I talk about, leverage is in the party that has the most satisfaction with the status quo. The status quo of the Packers is they have their quarterback. They owe Rodgers no money until September. The status quo of the Jets is they have no quarterback, and they've set their sights on Rodgers. Uh, that's a pretty simple equation. So the one thing the Jets have going for them, though, is that it appears they're the only, only suitor for Aaron Rodgers. So this could take a while. That's the appearance. Do you think that's... Actuality, is there a chance that there's somebody else that is doing this dance and maybe secretly flying to visit Aaron Rodgers in California, not making such a public display of it? Do you think there's possibly another party interested in Aaron Rodgers? I guess my answer would be no. I think that if there were, the Packers would have squeezed the Jets already. Um, Because the Jets are not going to let let him go to somewhere else. Now, you're right. It could be a secret, and the Packers could be holding this tight, but these things tend to get out. And if the Jets knew that, I think we'd have a deal because I think the Jets would step up to where where that is. And, guys, I don't know where that is. I know everyone's speculating. My guess is the Packers want a first-round pick this year and a stair-step pick next year based on Aaron's performance in New York um, and maybe a player or two. And the Jets are probably resistant, especially to giving a first-round pick this year. 
You've always famously, Andrew, said that uh, negotiations, both sides have to lose in some way. Um, so yeah. what do you think a fair value is for Aaron Rodgers? What deal do you think ultimately might get done? I think the latter parts of the deal are easier to get done. Like I just mentioned, based on his performance in 23, there'll be 24 draft picks. It could go theoretically, say, from a fourth to a third to a second, or even if the backers are good enough to get a third to a second to a first, based on how Aaron does, how long, how much he plays, what statistical categories, how the team does, playoffs, Super Bowl, you could you could be creative with that. And maybe there's a pick coming to the Packers in 25 if Aaron plays in 24, because that's a wild card. Is he even going to have play time in 2024? The hard part, as I said, is what's the compensation in 23, which is the most immediate and probably has to be resolved in the next three or four weeks because of the draft. And the first-round pick, I'm just guessing, is the barrier here. Is there a way, Andrew, that Aaron could screw this whole thing up? Just somehow, some way, right? We're talking about the Jets and the Packers and who has leverage and there is a deadline of the draft. There's also a potential deadline of June 1st. Maybe Aaron's contract is restructured. But is it possible that Aaron could mess everything up by himself? Yeah, I mean, I hear people have challenged me that the, the Jets have leverage because Aaron could walk into the Packers. Well, first of all, the Packers don't gather until late April. So that's an, a month. And then... To think that Aaron Rodgers is going to leave Southern California to come and lift weights in Green Bay so he could potentially drop a weight on his foot, I mean, I, I just don't get that. Uh, and I don't get him showing up to camp or any of these ideas that people have. It's just not Aaron. And Aaron was the guy who Brett Favre showed up to be his backup for three practices, which was terrible. Um, I don't see it. The one thing Aaron's people could do is say, hey, Packers, make this happen. And I don't know what the response would be to that. Because, you know, you do bring up an interesting point. The Packers have two negotiations going on here, one with the Jets and one with Rodgers, which is like, why are you guys holding this up? But at the end of the day, the Jets can just say, I mean, the Packers can just say to Aaron, "We're we're trying to get the best deal for you," and it's a it's a it's a catch twenty two for Aaron because I'm sure Aaron thinks he's worth a first round pick. You were right there in the room signing Aaron's first deal, Andrew. What were your thoughts? What was going through your mind when Aaron signed his most recent deal after back to back MVP seasons? It was a massive deal, and this this year is curious to me. Because I think this deal was was negotiated to be traded. Um, I mentioned this op- option bonus, and I think you you guys have talked about it. it. It can be exercised any any moment from now until September. What that means is the Packers have complete control of this contract. It's a huge number, of course, but usually superstars have deals where there's a $5 million bonus due in March or there's a $10 million bonus due in April or whatever it is. This has none of that. 
So I look at this contract last year, and I'm like, okay, Aaron got this massive deal, $60 million this year. But the Packers have it's, – it's a contract meant to be traded. Packers have no urgency on this contract. And the money's not due till September. Usually stars have money in the offseason. So that's curious to me. Interesting stuff. First deadline is the draft. That'll be April 27th. Otherwise, potentially June 1st. Packers could save a little money if they traded Aaron after, based upon the way his current contract is structured. It's fascinating stuff, Andrew. I always appreciate your perspective, man. Thank you so much for joining us today. Always a pleasure, guys.